Gonna get them raps, son. <laughs> wow. Did you forget what I just said? I'm just saying nobody knows what that means. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> Oh, there it is. Green. Stop, bro. Stop putting them on him. You know what? I'm done. I'm going to pause again. You bro, trash. what are you doing? You trash, bro. There's no point in playing Let's on him. I'm up by 30. I'm up by 30. Man, man, don't matter. You can't do this in real life, though. Who can? You can. Man, you, you know you can't hoop in real life. Stop it. Come on. You, come on. Man, this ain't 2K. <laughs> this is not 2K. That step back shit is not going to work. You was not a hooper. Man, man, no, this ain't 2K. Oh, man, this ain't 2K, I'm telling you. Man, this ain't 2K. This ain't 2K, I'm telling you, not a hooper. What the? Uh, what? Man, man, this is not 2K. Man, you cannot do an off the backboard. What are you doing? You are not Kobe, you are not LeBron. You are a regular nigga from down the street. Fill me up like sweet tea in my cup. I want you to rock me, baby, till I just can't get enough. Can you rock me like a pothole? But don't leave me on the side of the road like a pothole. I want you to rock. I want you to rock. I want you to rock me. I want you to rock. I want you to rock. I want you to. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Where's My 40 Acres Podcast. It's Wednesday night for us. It's probably Thursday for you. And I'm your host, Phenom Black. I'm joined by Deidre Antoine. Mike is not here because that nigga has newborns. He has a whole ass baby. Whole life. (laughs) A whole life. So He's he a has, whole daddy. He has bigger responsibilities than us now. That's right, man. First, where's my forty acres, baby? Yeah, I know. Uh, Twan, hold up, hold up, because it's been a long time, Twan. Yo, say baby. Gotta say that baby. Yeah. <laughs> this nigga said this nigga really does say baby. <laughs> yeah, man, you gotta say it, man. You gotta have that baby. Wow, B B. <laughs> wow, I don't, know, I don't know if that's how you spell it. I feel like it's way more vowels for some that's reason. It, that's, it. that's why I always watch the movies. BB's kids, like just this. B B A Y O U Y. That nigga got a whole ass baby, man. Whole ass. Yeah. Like that shit got like two arms, wow. two legs. You know, they got. She's they got, beautiful got, though. Got a head. <laughs> got <eyeballs>. a head. <laughs> right. I mean, he is describing the basic model of a baby. I was saying, man, got like, yeah, got a heart and shit. It's like walking on a car lot, man. It's got wheels, it's got doors, it's got nails, got steering wheel. Yeah. But like, he got to keep all them parts together. That's a lot of responsibility. I feel like that's you know God's I mean? responsibility. The baby came whole. It ain't, you know. That's what I'm saying. Like, look, the baby came whole, and you got to make sure it stay that way. <laughs> like, that's, wow, that is your, that is your charge. That is your charge. <laughs> Make sure the baby is the same way. Are you guys ready for fatherhood? Nope. <laughs> all I keep thinking that was about so is, fast. All like I keep thinking about now. Nope. I just all I keep thinking about now is Mike dropping the baby and then somebody picking the baby up. Be like, did you did you see what you did to the baby? And for him, <laughs> him being like, wow. that was the baby wasn't like that before. 
<laughs> That's right. Like, it was, it Brandon, was, are you ready for fatherhood? I mean, I know you have Cora. But. Pretty much at this point. I mean, you know, Cora can't tell me what's going on, but I always know. What will Cora do if uh, you guys decide to have a baby? How do you think she so the thing, react? So the thing with Cora is, like, you have to basically put her and the baby on the same <laughs> level so that she thinks that the baby is somebody she needs to be protective of. Cause this baby, mm. this baby like me, you know. When that, when the baby eat, I eat. When the baby sleep at the edge of the bed, I sleep at the edge of the bed too. Me and the baby is one. <laughs> we a team, and that's what you got to do. You can't do stuff like 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 if like if Ashley is holding the baby, you I got to be holding core. Right, that's how it's gonna be. Mm. You know, so we got to make sure that Cora is protective of this baby <laughs> and not barking at the baby every time she see it. <laughs> is that nigga still here? Aww. We don't want it to be like that, so. Nah, man. I like. I've always thought about having a kid, but then I keep thinking about how it's a whole ass life. <laughs> forever. Forever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like parent forever. But also now that I'm not working with kids no more, like I might, I might. Oh, you, it was you, hard. I don't know. I don't know how people work with kids and then come home to a kid. Talk, I, like, I've been talk talking to, to y'all talk all to day. Ashley. God damn it. I've talk, been talking to y'all all damn day. Sit down. You gotta talk to Ashley that. then, bro, because she like got baby fever, but work with in kindergarten. The bugger look, bugger asked me. She was like, she was like, uh, so all this baby stuff. You want a baby? And I was like, I don't know. She's like, cool, because I don't know either. Who? Keisha cool. really is. <laughs> The nigga in y'all's Boy, relationship. That was a nigga in ass her response. voice. Because <laughs> like, I sure didn't want one. That's so funny. So did, did, was did like, y'all uh, go? Maybe I can't have one if you don't want one. <laughs> just like, I just, yeah. I just want to know. Did y'all go hooping after that? Here we go. Did y'all go hooping? Cause she, cause she really did hit you with the hey nigga. <laughs> you know everybody, everybody out here doing this baby shit. You know what I'm saying? What you think? What you thinking about it? You want baby? <laughs> And Twan over there like, um, no, you know, since I stopped working with the kids, sometimes I get child fever, but I'm pretty much okay. And Keisha was like, cool, 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 cool. You want to go get some burgers? <laughs> <laughs> Just, like, the, thing, the thing is, she's cool, like, cool, cool, cool. She, she, she doesn't have faith in what, like, like, she feels like she has no skills, but like, like. Anytime I have my niece and nephew, like when she's at birthday parties, I looked at one time and I was like, she's going to be fine because she had one on her hip. She was holding the other one, bringing the rest of the kids together. I said, you can you can do it. I said, we can do it. It's just the fact that right now, neither one of us wants to take care of a life when we get home. We just want to get home and go to sleep. Yeah, that's a <laughs> different be statement. Lazy. That's real stuff. That's a different get home statement, and take care of you. Because <laughs> oh, I look at all the people doing it. I'm not worried about if we can do it. I'm looking at everybody else doing it and I'm like, listen, like, most of these niggas broken and they can do it. Like that child is still alive, bro. They still know where that baby is. You know how many times that nigga done lost his keys? He still know where that child is, though. <laughs> so if they can raise a baby, like they look, they child got bees this year. Bees, look at them. Think of all the conversations we've had with them. Did you ever think they would produce a bee child? A <laughs> bee child. Come on, bro. You're like, I know both of your parents. Come on, bro. They got a child on the honor roll. 
That's what I'm saying, man. If I, if I took both of your parents' grades and averaged them together, it still didn't reach. Look at him. With the child of Catholic. <laughs> This the nigga that put this the nigga that put laundry detergent in the dishwasher because they both powders. He got a B child. (laughs) Nigga goes to parent teacher night as the parent. (laughs) He says the parent. If they can do it, we can do it. I I be looking sometimes though, cause you know, like especially like right now, like that everybody put up their um, you know. Basically, like, hey, we uh, everybody's going back to school and everything like that. And I'm looking at people I went to college with. I'm like, man, your child is 22. Goddamn, <laughs> like, how old am I getting? Like, everybody's like, oh, my child's in high school now. Like, you, wow, this is great. Good for you. I still don't want one, but <laughs> good for you. Because <laughs> y'all look so relieved when that child is not in your house no more. <laughs> like, oh my gosh! Like I said, if I know how it feels when Luke is out my house for a couple of days, I feel child free. You don't have to do nothing. You just come home and do what you want. I know. <laughs> like, like the fact that people have given that up, and we have seven billion people in the world right now is a is is mind boggling to me. Cause never, it's <laughs> never in my life where I'd be like, you know what? Like I'd have had kids back in the day just because I need farm hands. <laughs> like the, the I mean, work, let's keep work on the plow is too hard, bro. You're <laughs> acting like that. That was a decision for a whole lot of these people. A lot of these babies is accidents. So again, I am. I'm more blown by the fact that niggas had y'all by accident and, st- and still took care of y'all. Oh wow, that's dedication. I mean, look, so- sometimes it is just that. <laughs> That's some like, dedication, man. Can you imagine just getting some shit by accident? Yo, what the f- dog? I gotta take care of this potato now, bro. I picked this shit up by no. accident. I don't even want extra size by accident. Like, <laughs> just like, yo, we well, we got this extra. I know they want your order, like, bro. I'm good, it. man. That's too much work dealing with extra <laughs> shit by accident. I ain't trying to do all that. But niggas be having babies. They be like, well, I guess we gotta take care of it, and they actually do. Like they don't be just leaving the baby places. Yo, man, you forgot your baby. <laughs> man, my bad. You know that shit was an accident. Let me go ahead and get that. <laughs> that is, <laughs> it don't uh, work like like they don't be doing that. Like you you would think it would be more understanding. This must be an accident, child, huh? Cause you just left him sitting in the cart. You took all the groceries, but you left the baby sitting in the cart. Yeah, right, man. Baby was quiet. <laughs> a whole lot of left behind accident children in the world, but nah, niggas no. be having accidents and then they be like and I'm talking about the good niggas. I ain't talking about them niggas that y'all be trying to find that's got 10 accidents and ain't paying for none of them. I don't know how they still got Geico. Wow. Ain't talking about them niggas. We talk we talking about DC human being niggas. Okay. No. I just think about the stuff I'd be forgetting at times, man. I done I done sat here, done stuff, come back on. Left the gas on in my stove. I'm like, man, but that's supposed to be take care of a life. The <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like it's scary. You know I mean? One look, like your mistakes, you gotta follow you forever, man. Like you look at your kids' scars and being like, "Yep, I did that. <laughs> you were four, my bad." Mm-hmm. I couldn't. Like my mom, like my, you know, my parents were here um, last week because of the hurricane, and um. Was that Saturday? I think it was Saturday where she, before they left, we went out to lunch and she literally like blurted out. She was like, oh, well, um, because I told him, I was like, oh, I got, you know, uh, uh, 
you know, got an appointment or whatever. And she was like, oh, she says, are you going to tell them not to use your birth control anymore? And I said, whoa, Wody. <laughs> wow. Damn. Whoa. What? Wow. Where did oh. that come from? Come out, the, wow. come out the cut with it. I mean, and so my dad just turned to the side. He's like, nope, I'm not in this. <laughs> so I'm like, where did this come from? Oh, you know, because um, I'm just ready for this grandbaby. I said, you have two I have two brothers. Bro, you live in a whole nother state though. Right, but see that's it's like a it's like a one two punch for her because she know <laughs> if I have some if I have a baby, nine times in my ass is coming back to Chelsea. <laughs> oh no. I am not gonna be she having, is being a single mom here in Atlanta by myself. Don't let her love drag you hey, down. Look, look. No. Look, but look, but there's there's something to say about free childcare. <laughs> I still have a whole baby forever. Like, yeah, what? you living in the, in I'm the just saying, you had to get to house, that point. Though. I like how your grandma, your mom is trying to give you like an anchor baby, like legitly. Like, oh, yeah, because she thinks this. And I said, Well, <clears throat> I said, Well, mama, I'm still not gonna have a baby right now. Uh, you don't care I'm who the dude is. I'm, I'm not gonna talk because it's not about the dude. She don't expect to birth control. That won't be happening. But um, I also, said, why you got why you got to talk to the gynecologist? Don't around. take it. Like it's not. <laughs> you really could not, just stop. It's not a like thing you got to. I don't know if that position. was a shade of my age, but um, yeah, that's no. I don't know what, that's what she told me. So, but you know, I have two younger brothers that are are, are grown at at home. They at home, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, they live in Boston, but of course, these conversations that she's not having with them, she has them with me. Yeah, she wants me to birth the child. So, I mean, like, people stop stop shaming women. Like when if they don't have kids or they choose and not have kids, it's like man, like they shame you for being a bad mom. Then you be like, you know what? I know I'm gonna be a bad mom, so I'm not gonna have a kid. Well, how dare you? Like, no, that's that's the right damn decision. Uh, <laughs> honestly, and it's not to say I don't that think I don't it's want kids. I, I would I would like to have a child, but I just also don't want to. I know right now I am not in the position to be having any kids. And, but nah. it's also that thing and of like I don't have anybody to have a child with. So, but that's not what she care about. You know, pretty big. I'm pretty sure that she. I, I've I've said this with Ash. You know, and I don't know. I don't know, Mama Deidre, but I feel Mama like <laughs> I feel like moms be wanting to see their daughters go through the same. I pushed. I pushed you out. I can't wait till you got to push somebody out. Like that's what they be going through. Oh, oh, you gonna choose not to push something out, or you gonna make a choice? Okay, right? Because 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 she telling you that I can't wait till you get pregnant. But she ain't mm-hmm. looking at the sons. Go. She probably turning right around to your brothers and going, "Y'all better not bring no baby home." Oh yeah, no I home. know she is. I mean, I tell them that, but yeah, I know she is. <laughs> I tell my brothers, I don't have no money to be uh, with no kids. I said, y'all need to be y'all young, you know, but no, it was just funny because I was just looking at her like, what? I said, no, this birth control pill is about to get popped at three today. Uh, She didn't even ask who the daddy was was going to be, might be. But she don't care. Like, that's the that's the that's the funny thing. Like, it went from, of course, I want you to be married, you know. And all that jazz to like now she don't care. Like I can get <laughs> pregnant literally from a random, and she'd be just happy that I'm pregnant because all she hears in her mind like, oh, she's pregnant. She's moving Look, back. To I, really, if I have you gonna, a grandchild. <laughs> if you're gonna do that, you might as well just adopt. 
save your body from all the wear it's and not tear. about it's not about that though no because i told her i said you know you could be a foster mama i said you know there's plenty of children for you to love on and she got offended no because she wants you to foster that baby in your womb right she wants a child that comes from me that that's the whole thing mm-hmm. i said oh okay i said but um that won't be happening she be like she be looking at that baby your mama pushed you out the same way I pushed her out <laughs> turn it to your brothers y'all better not bring no children home <laughs> it is like <laughs> double standard day. man that's 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 the only thing that makes because even if you're talking about fostering a child and then, you know anybody else that's you know that's not a bad idea that's very you know that's very commendable of you she like that baby ain't got no brace blood <laughs> right exactly that's all she cares about <clears throat> it's her way of me moving back home so she has a grandchild I mean it'd be it'd be, it'd be, win-win for her. It'd be more cost effective if you just buy me a place like <laughs> that, that, that would get me out there quicker yeah <laughs> yeah you being like let's birth a whole a whole life bro the right. interest on babies only goes up it never comes down. <laughs> so you 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 making payments on that baby forever. Forever. Don't matter like, what your well, credit look can like. Can I at least find somebody that I uh seem like I want to have her forever with to at least have a baby? Nope, not in her eye. But if you do if you do find somebody and they're actually a decent human being, then you won't be going back to Charleston. So that kind of that goes against Uh-oh. her plan. I would. Well, mm, oh, you gonna go back regardless? <laughs> She'd be like, "Oh, oh, he's nice." So, do you have your stuff packed? Because you all will be here tomorrow morning. She don't care. <laughs> oh, she that, that's I don't, I don't know. This this sound like flowers in the attic. You might. You might <laughs> <laughs> she, she does not care at all. Like, oh, okay. She sounded a little yeah, scary. She, one time she said that. Well, if I got, I said, well, what if I get married and have a baby? I said, I'm not moving, Charleston. Well, we could do joint custody. What? Dead serious, bruh. Dead serious. I said, how that work with kids? I said, what? What? What you do with Luke? <laughs> Just do that with the baby. <laughs> Leave the baby here for a couple months. Come get it. You know, breastfeed it. Leave some breast milk. I said, how'd that work? Like, you know, spend what? a couple of days pumping. Fill up she the fridge. So that's some American. Like, calm down. That's some American baby horror story stuff. Like, <laughs> that's a whole American season. American baby horror story. Grandmama Dearest is, uh, <laughs> that's, that's some scary shit. That's a Hulu show. Oh, uh, yeah. My mom is a trip. Sometimes uh, she'll try to guilt trip me. Like, if she hears... Somebody else talking about, oh, my grands came by, blah, blah, blah. She said, oh, it's so nice you have grandkids. <laughs> I'd be like, mm. I'd be in the corner like, show is. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> I just shrugged my shoulders. I'd be like, that's so wonderful. I'm standing like, over here like, just writing that season, that first, the first half of the season of American Baby Horror Story. And I just want to like, American have, Baby Horror Story. I just want to have your mom's like walk past you and rub on your stomach and be like, I can feel that your uterus is lonely. <laughs> it would like Not a friend <laughs> it would like a little friend that it could watch grow and become something glorious and wonderful conceived somehow immaculately through the magic of Christ 
FX, come holla at me. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. I can write this whole season. This is gonna be some That's creepy shit. So funny. <laughs> Oh gosh. Yeah, that's my mom. I was like, oh God, girl. <laughs> I was just like, eat your salad. Just no. Just eat the salad. Let's not have that discussion. And now that you've heard 18 minutes of what the fuck? Yeah, you are listening to the Where's My 40 Acres podcast. If you want to listen to more what the fuck conversations from us, then head on over to Where's My 40 Acres.com. If you're looking for discussions about more focused topics like movies, disaster movies, alcohol beverages, then you want Where's My 40 Acres Premium. And that is where we get down and we get busy in our free time and we talk about all types of things. Uh, Recently, again, we talked about Fantastic Four and we talked about (laughs) some disaster films. Tuan, did you watch The Wave yet on Hulu? It's on my to-do list. Mm-hmm. Which means he to don't. St- still there staring at me. Which means he to haven't yet. So. Oh, no, I haven't yet. Yeah. But it's it's kind um, of. That was, that's going to be an interesting episode. It's not going to be like any of the other ones we've had. Yeah, everything everything I see about it, it seems like it's a, like a legit film with a disaster in it. <laughs> yeah. And more than that, like, oh, comical type of craziness happens. Yeah. I was I was kind of just like wow, wow. So hopefully we'll be doing that soon. Um, what else we got going on? We got a store, of course. You can buy gear from the site, shirts. I'm coming up with some some shirt slogans. Um, I think one of them I'm thinking of putting uh, metaphornication on a shirt. Wow! Because of that song I played earlier in the podcast. You niggas oh, and yeah. your your fucking metaphors, literally your fucking metaphors, y'all get on my nerves. Like I don't know why you needed to turn some some dick into new tires. <laughs> Gotta have some tread on the things. She said some tread. <laughs> would that would that even further? You also, know what? Would that be bad? Know, would that be? Like, you don't want you don't want the high mileage dick. Like do you? I don't. Like, I, don't I think she do. She want experience, time mileage dick. Oh, yeah, she okay. wants experience. She don't want the she don't want the wear and tear. Right. She don't want that. She don't want some new dick that you can that's wear right. out over time. She wants some dick that's worn in. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. She want, that low, yeah. she want them low profile dicks. That's mm-hmm. what she wants. I don't know. If she want low profile dick. She wants some mentally defense dick. That's All what right. she wants. She wanted quiet. She, she wants some good forty five thousand miles on it. Okay, she wanted a quiet comfort dick. I get mm-hmm. it. I understand. Quiet comfort. Yeah, she looking like she <laughs> looking for that dick. smooth ride. She looking for that dick with a PSI of about thirty five. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she's looking for. She said, she "With that off road capable kind of dick." I don't know really. if she want. I know she want all wheel drive. The rough, the rough, rugged, and raw. She want that. Like, yeah. She won't win it. She won't win it. Get cold. You got to change it to this dick, dick. I got you. That is she want that all dick. season dick. Mm. All season. That's what she want. And she want. Then she want the dick where you just take it in and they balance and rotate it for you. Oh Jesus! <laughs> she got roadside assistance dick. She want that roadside dick. <laughs> she said. <laughs> she want that. Don't need a spare dick. 
don't hey, need a spare. I, I, like, I don't know where I got a spare from. I, I hate you niggas I... and your fucking metaphors, yo. <laughs> just got the one I got. And then she made a whole, you know, 1993 song about it. Where do you find this foolishness? It was on the YouTube, the YouTube's. Some, I mean, it was on the Twitter. Somebody said they saw it on their Facebook. Like, dude, literally said, "I get on Facebook." Oh Lord, that's what he said, man. And I mean, that's the lightest thing I've seen this week. It was just, I'm just listening to it, and I'm like, "Good Lord, this is somebody who think they gonna make it." (laughs) Is she got Tisha Campbell syndrome? She had a whole production, I'm sure. She has a dance in the video, DJ. Like a group nope. of women she dancing with. They she riding in the car and it's a rough road. Mm. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Listen, it's on my look, look, I shared it out. I posted it in the group. You can go watch no. it right now. Find out if I'm lying. No, she didn't. Okay. <laughs> she is absolutely serious in this whole song. It's crazy how much dedication people will put into their metaphornications. So that's how it went down. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so when you so when you hit me up, you told me the topic that you wanted to talk about tonight. I was like, okay. Because there are so there's so many other topics that could have been discussed this week. I don't even know if I want to touch upon like almost anything having to do with this nigga like hold on let me go get this cause almost what? almost anything having to do with this yeah, nigga I don't know who this nigga is with, right. that's what I'm about to play I'm about to play it for y'all so I can, y'all can hear who this nigga is cause you gonna know who it is within the first two seconds but anything having to do with this nigga I don't want to touch I'm just trying to let y'all know I ain't gonna do this for everybody, you know what I mean? Oh, so I'm just let y'all know how it go down for the get down. This is how y'all doing? How you doing, Hunty? I'm doing fine. This hunting. is for Miss Melody Maria, her play. Hello. So everybody can everybody can't get me to do this thing, but the girl talked to me. I said, you know what? I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna turn this thing out for her. But she is. She a great writer. So the name of the play is what? Enough feel five for the universe. And here I go, because I'm Oprah Obama Mama. How you doing? What we say? He said Oprah Baba Baba. That's what he said. That's what he said. So come support January what? January 11th to January 28th at Theater for the New City. Right. Come see Malik play God. God. You know why? Because if you see me, you're going to be like, God. <laughs> That's why they name, you know, it's like actual active realism or something like that. Because I'm going to just make it up as I go along because the children be talking in the streets just like this mistake. Mistake. Ooh. Um, all right. Hmm. First yeah. off, that's my first time watching that whole video. <laughs> yeah. Didn't he have on lipstick and like he looked like eyeshadow? I don't know. So I don't know how familiar you are with Pokemon characters, but he looks like the mime <laughs> Pokemon <laughs> with this makeup he has on his face. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't know if the Pokemon's name is Mime too or whatever, but oh, that's what he looks. Oh, like. Mr. Mime, Mr. Mime is who he looks like with this makeup boy. This it's is, I know, I don't, I don't know. You can tell when a nigga, if a nigga did it, you really can. And 
Mr. Yoba has done everything possible to convince me that that shit that that one post said he did, he was doing. And brother, what, what the hell? I don't even know, like what. This it's. I feel like he's just making a mockery of he things is. at this point, and it's it's just weird, dude. It's not weird because he wants to. It, I think it's weird because I feel like he's making fun of them. Like I making fun of people. I don't think it's funny. Like people, you literally were accused of some serious accusations, and you out here doing videos like this, kind of talk glossing over the, stuff and interviews. Did he do the whole like, um, the whole rap? Was yes. he rapping in one? He did a rap. Did he do that after the allegations of him being abusive I, came out? I think he did it. I think yes, he did it like the day after. He did a rap. And that's when I was like, yep, he did it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, I've been hearing about him and his uh, foolishness for the uh, for a minute now. But, um, oh, yeah, he did that. Like, it was known. That's how he was. But I... Mm. I mean, here's the rap. Here it is. I think this is it. How quickly people love to spread news with no proof for child abuse. You confuse. I see you. You choose to try to make me lose, but I can't. If you try to stand in my shoes, you would lose. You can't win when you live in sin. When you got to begin where it begins again. In the beginning, I told you there was the word and the word said we will love and we will love each other. No matter what, you my sister, my brother, whether you be a trans man or a trans woman, I do not know. If you do not understand, yes, this is a freestyle. I'm feeling kind of wild off the top of my dome in somebody else's home. Leave me alone with your words and your comments and the shit you don't. Throw upon the dome as I think about it daily. Made me move deeper and deeper into my warrior spirit. Here I come. You're going to see it and you're going to hear it. You're going to fear it if you don't understand it. Lean into it so you understand it. See, because all of this is just the way God planned it. You the one that's confused. You the one that's going <laughs> How you like that? Those little freestyle. You know, a lot of nonsense is floating around town the last few days. I'm like, what am I going to say about all this? I'm not going to defend myself. I'm going to dig deep. I'm going to lean into my creativity. I'm going to lean into the purpose. And the purpose is the service. That's all it's about. Here's my question. Is he still freestyling right now? <laughs> <laughs> and did it end did it ever stop cause I feel like it did not um, that was horrible yes that was very horrible when I first heard this my initial reaction wasn't oh yeah he did that shit that was my second reaction my initial reaction was wait is he from New York cause I feel like if you from New York you should be this fucking bad at rapping at his age <laughs> and then I went yeah he did that shit <laughs> like if you rap your defense against allegations and it's not a battle like you're not on a stage then cause how 
how and I, you know this is how much I've been following him. I just saw the later half of all this stuff. What was like? What started it? Like, what was the catalyst for the accusations? Him, for the accusations to like afterwards come out because he, he, he came out with a post saying that he was attracted to uh, trans women. Just randomly, he put that out. Yes. Oh. Okay. I, he did it. Say that. At, least that's what, oh. at least that's what I knew. Like, yeah, no, no, that was it. He was kind of doing it as yeah. like a support thing. He made this post on Instagram, and it was something like, "It's not about your 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 gen. It's not about your uh, biological parts or anything like that. You know, it's about what you like and who you like and what you who you're into and stuff." He was initially speaking in su- in support of the trans community. It was a guy that got bullied. And was oh, dating a trans guy. woman, okay. and then he killed himself. He got okay. Yeah, he killed. He committed suicide, and also the woman he was dating, he was gonna kill her, but she left. So that's why. So he was gonna do a murder suicide, and mm-hmm. that didn't happen. He just committed suicide. So Malik Yoba spoke about that, and he was just kind of like it's ignorant to be bullying people for their sexual attractions. Like, you know, it's not about genitalia; it's about what you're attracted to. I'm attracted to trans women, you know, and then everybody was like, yo, that's some stand up shit. Congratulations. You know, this nigga, look at him coming out speaking. I'm definitely watching New York Undercover again when it's back on TV because they currently shooting a new season. I'm not making this up or they're thinking about doing it. And then there was a Facebook post where. Uh, uh, somebody from the trans community was like, "So yeah, I know y'all hee hawing and clapping and applauding this nigga, but just know that he was out here picking up young trans women, young people, I guess, transitioning that were definitely under the age of consent, and they were working the streets, and he used to kind of pull up in his, you know, SUVs and check the women out, these young these young ladies, and he would, you know, engage in sexual intercourse with them." I don't know if it was for money, but I think the speculation was like it was prostitution and he was mm-hmm. prostituting young women. Yeah. So the accusations that Which, I mean, he was a pedophile, like I said, essentially. That's like the the prostituting part is not a like that's not strange because a lot of people who are trans get kicked out, get pushed out in the street and end up doing prostitute, prostituting stuff like that. And a lot of guys who are attracted to that will go will turn to that in some form or fashion to, you know, get that sexual urge. Now, when it comes to the age and you knowing that, like, I'm I'm a person I always feel like kids look like kids, bro. Always, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, like, just kids like it. Like, there's ne- there's never. There's, I've never had somebody, especially now that I'm older, like when I was in my like early 20s, like, you know, or 19, something like that, you know, you, we always say with that person, because you, you, we're not that old our damn selves. But once I got to 30, like everybody who's like around 18 or younger looks like children. Right. They just look like children. And I'm just like, mm, nah. So I've never been like, we like, I made a mistake. Like, well, I mistake you. No, I mistake you because you might have been 16. I thought you were 17. <laughs> like, oh, you 18? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, you 16? Okay. Oh, you like, so like, like that, like, is, but for me, it's like, that's always young. It's never a thing where I look at a person and think, you know what? 
she looked like she 28. Like, no, no. She looks like a kid. So when I always see guys who be like, oh, well, you know, if it's like, you know, well, you know, the age is getting right. Like, no, you're looking for a young person. You're just hoping that that person is, is above 18 at some point. And then I don't think they're hoping that they're above 18. They literally yeah. just looking for, I think they, I think they are going after specifically young. I think they're going after teens specifically. I don't think they hope that they 18. When I say teens, I'm saying below 18, 17 and under is what I they're mean, going we, after. Look, we remember all them niggas that left high school and then kept coming back. We remember all them niggas that was hanging around the colleges, bro. I remember how niggas oh, used to drive yes. past the colleges, the freshman dorms. I don't know how. Cause, oh, yeah. They always do that. Yeah. Like if you and I'm sure Deidre has like legit stories for this shit. But I know from, you know, a male standpoint, going young college student, guy student. Yeah, we were attracted to a lot of the girls that were there in the freshman dorm with us. We had a lot of beautiful young young girls that were at that dorm with us at that time. So we were, you know, trying to play the field or just connect and talk with people. But I, we always, because we're near, we were near Norfolk Naval Base, always would see Every niggas time. from the fucking Naval Base on campus. Because you, and you knew it was them because they get them brakes on them cars. So they was always mm-hmm. there in some souped up ass and niggas loved Magnums back then and niggas loved them fucking Chargers. They will always be there. Mustangs, Magnums, fucking souped up Chargers, just driving around and picking some up, picking them up, putting them in the car. Now, granted, these young ladies might have been 17 most of the time, but the youngest, but they was generally 18 and above. But they was these was dudes that was in the Navy for a minute or whatever. They weren't young. They weren't dudes our age. That hopped right, in the Navy. Some old, they're old foggies. Yeah, and they was hanging around that shit. Like, and people Ooh. from other schools that were older would, co- would go from school to school and do that shit. People who had trade jobs and regular jobs who did weren't in college was hanging around the college because you you would be looking at a girl on campus. You'd be like, yo, like you, you. They wouldn't be walking with these niggas on campus and shit either. That's how you know they didn't go there. The only time you saw these niggas oh, yeah. was either when the girl would come out to go get in their car. Or mm-hmm. you would walk past her dorm room and that nigga would be up in there. And your first thought would be, damn, did she let him in the back door? Because I know security wouldn't let a nigga look in this old end. <laughs> oh, I remember all of that. Oh, my goodness. Especially like, after Even hours. when they, we moved in, like, you had, like, of course, you had all the fraternities scoping out the girls moving in, you know, freshman dorm or whatever. Right. And some of them would help. But then you'd see these old-ass cues helping girls move in and I'm like they don't even they don't go to college they don't even do fucking grad school like these just old ass dirty niggas just you know what I'm saying just like you said scoping out and seeing what's going on they like in their 30s and their 40s and then these girls are like yeah between because when I went to I when I was a freshman I was 17 so between 17 and 18 19 is stretching it but yeah they always used to be on campus like even when they, yeah, you would never see them walking around on campus like during school time, but you see them um, hanging out afterwards if there was like a party on campus. Bruh. You see them out driving around. Oh, and cruising the yard. Like, you know, it used to be so many old dudes. And I mean, I used to, you know, talk to and be like flirting with them, but they were old. You know, I had no business doing that, but they'd be old. They'd be at the parties. Even if it was just people hanging out in the yard, they would be cruising around or they'll park. Sometimes it used to be a little group of them and they all used to have, just like you said, they had their little cars souped up and they'd be hanging out and shit. I mean, 
never failing. Like I know, like pervs like that, they love love. Like when no. school starts, when the come, freshmen come, come in, back, come back every year because because it's, mm-hmm. it's new. You know what I mean? Like people who haven't peed their game yet, and they gonna find a naive one. You know what I'm saying? That's that's guaranteed. They gonna find a naive one. You gotta put that thought into that get in the shit, car. Though, like they even used to do shit like. They used to call the like it was the whole thing of they would call your phone like because you know like how all of the colleges pretty much had like the last four digits were different but yeah. like you know the first six were the same like they would all they would call random phones and like wow. if they called a girl's dorm and you know they'd be like oh let me speak to Letitia and be like oh yeah you got the wrong number and they'd what's be like name? oh but what's your name. Yo, that's some <laughs> and try to start a conversation, shit. and then that next thing you know, I didn't see her. Like shit. my roommate uh, got played like that. I was like, "Girl, why are you going yo, outside?" That's some dog because shit. somebody did that, and then she went right outside because he was like, "Yo, come out, whatever." And she went outside. I was like, "But you like not. look at the mentality of that." This is a twenty-plus-year-old nigga playing fucking phone tag high school games to pull essentially. Upgraded high school girls because if you think about mm-hmm. the amount of time you graduate from high school in June, you move into your college dorm mid August to early September. Two two and a half months later, <laughs> bro, and they act like all of, for some reason like you like you go into a cocoon in June and you come out a grown woman in August. Get the fuck out of here, dog! Like that's still a high school student. She hasn't spent a full year in college. She hasn't spent a full semester in college yet, and you there freshman day. Her like that's supposed to be. Some ceremonious shit. Their par- your parents taking you, pack you up. Everybody hugging and stuff. Yeah. They helping you move in. And across the street is a nigga sitting in a fucking charger with some twenty two inch rims on it, <laughs> <laughs> waiting to oh, scoop yeah. her up and, and get I mean, her in the passenger seat. Just like seat. what you said, like for the freshmen, they go there early so they can get acclimated. You know, from being, you know, two months ago. Nagged by their parents, you got to finish this homework and being in a more structured environment to they pretty much have free will. Once you get to college, you know, you making the decision if you gonna get your ass up and go to class, if you're going to do this homework, if you're going to write this paper, you know, like you are making you are making these decisions. You can come in the house, you know, your dorm when you want to. You, you have all this freedom and they know that. And, you know, especially if you are like an out of state or in an area that you know nothing about. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, and then they used to get you to like, oh, you had a car. Oh, because, you know, it wasn't Uber and Lyft back then. So, yeah, you, you know, you got to go to Walmart. You know, you got to get groceries. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, you know, you, I'll give you a ride. You got to go to the mall. Yeah, I'll give you a ride. Like, you know, I got you. You know, next thing you know, you rolling up to his house. No, it's 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 creepy. I used to tell the uh, like the kids I work with, I'd be like, look, Especially the girls, I'd be like, look, it ain't nothing for a dude. And I'd be like my age to sit there and, and pull out $100, 200 to spend something on you. And you think it's all the money in the world. It ain't shit to him. Just to, just to try to impress you. Just to try to get you mm-hmm. to do the stuff. You know? But when they were young and they were telling me, I, I got, I'm talking 13, 14. Telling me about being in stores and dudes hollering at them. Like make you want to fight niggas right then, Bruh, What is that about? <laughs> like, like, what is that? Make you want to fight niggas. What is that about? Any all all people under the age of twenty five. I've said this before. Smell like baby and Similac. I don't understand what y'all's attraction is 
to these young girls and these young boys. I don't understand that shit. Like when I read those articles about these teachers, I seen one the other day, teacher got impregnated by a student in her like eighth grade class. And I'm just, li- I don't understand. I don't understand the it's attraction just, at all. That it, shit is disgusting, bro. For, uh, from both sides. I don't care how hot the teacher is. She's a disgusting ass motherfucking person for having sex with somebody's 13 year old, 14 year old son. That shit is nasty. And it's the it's same nasty. with dudes having sex with these young ass girls when they old as fuck. Like, won't raise your own kids, but you out here trying to scoop somebody else's kid up in your car. You nasty motherfucker. That shit right. is disgusting, dog. Like, I don't, I don't get it. And t- like Twan said, when he look at him, he see when he look at the young joints, he see teens. Bro, I look at my sister's friends that we went to high school with that were like two or three grades younger than us, and to me, they still look like babies. Like when I see them now and they accomplished and they got PhDs or they fucking doctors, I look at them and I'm like, she still look like the same little girl that in high school that was running around with my sister and they was playing ball and doing stuff. And like too young then, still too young. Cause that's just how I see them. Like in my mind, that's just how I see them. And they grown ass women, completely fully grown in their thirties ass women. And I still see them that way. It, it's just, it's just how my mind work, but Ain't none of these high school girls tricking niggas into believing they grown women. You ain't it from the looks, y'all lying, cause that ain't nothing but that that poorly ass done makeup ain't tricking you into believing that that's a grown ass, sophisticated woman. And then ain't no way in hell they high schoolish conversation is tricking you into believing that they grown nigga, please. Like, like I have to listen. Like the nurse residents that come to my job. And like I have to talk to them. Like they're babies. Like they're 21, 22, like, and even then I'm millennials. And I'm like, oh, I sound like such an old woman. Cause I'd be like, oh my God, I can't listen. Like I can do this much. And I'd be like, okay, let's move on. Cause I can't listen to y'all. Because they they talk, they're so immature. So just like what you said, it's no way in the world that these girls that look quote unquote look so grown when they open their mouth and start talking and, and having a normal conversation with you where you'd be like, dog, I was so tricked. I thought this girl was like in her thirties. I thought she was in her late twenties. No, you couldn't have, you weren't tricked. That's what you just wanted. <laughs> All wanted the signs were there. You, you just didn't. Yeah. You just wanted it. Like, you know what I'm saying? No excuse. You just wanted to. I can't even give them you wanted to believe. Ain't nothing they wanted to believe but that they could fuck a teenager. That's mm-hmm. the only thing they believe in is trying to fuck a teenager. That whole, oh man, she she's so mature for her age. No, bro, you just like fucking kids. Like, it's, 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 mm-hmm. it's that simple, nigga. You like fucking teenagers. You're a nasty motherfucker. That's, oh, that's dirty it. dick. That's it. You dirty ass niggas. That's it. So, you know, this I don't and I can't even believe that pe- that other niggas be even like like uh, I'm I'm trying to think of the word. I want to say tolerate like I feel like it's not tolerate, but even like consume stuff like this to the point where they even trying to act like they kind of might believe that a nigga made a mistake. Really, bro? You can tell when a nigga trying to sell you some bullshit when you take your car to get checked out. But you don't know that this nigga lying to you about the fact that he just tried to fuck some nigga daughter. <laughs> you ain't know that? Like, he picked her up a block from the high school, nigga. She had on a jersey, nigga. She run track. 
You acting like you ain't know he ain't know that because of her conversation. <laughs> when she took her book bag off, she looked so grown. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, bro. You know what I ain't never seen? And this probably the grownest that a high school kid could ever look. This the this probably the grownest that most high school kids ever look. Prom. They grow they got on their little suits and shit. The girl young girls got their hair done. The niggas got nice, they got nice suits and ties and shoes and shit. And they still look like babies. You ain't never went to a fucking IHOP and seen a bunch of kids in a, in a bunch of fucking suits and dresses, hair, done everything, and been like, they not from a prom. You immediately know they just they must I always they must just got back from the prom. Yeah. Look at them grown they babies. Like, oh, they baby, they went to a wedding. Yeah. Great. You don't never look the at them and be like, they must be having a business meeting. Get the fuck out of here. They just got back from a prom, bro. Okay, it's like, and the people be like, "Well, that's because of the of what they wearing and how their hair done." No, it's because they babies. It's because yeah, you're yeah. looking at them and they babies, man. So we take it our head. Hmm. When we, you were a kid and you dressed up, prom. That's it. <laughs> if I see, look, I believe it. If I see old people wearing gowns and shit, I'm not like, oh, they just went to prom. Retired. <laughs> <laughs> Eighty year reunion. I don't look at that. Do you know? 80th. Yeah, we had before the 80th reunion. <laughs> it just, <laughs> I just, I, I, it just, I, I'm, I get so annoyed when I hear motherfuckers be trying to, how trying to help these niggas get excused for essentially the same shit that niggas is so scared of having daughters over. You understand mm-hmm. the game? That's why you be. That's why. That's where the whole yeah. keeping the shotgun by the door came from. Yeah. You scared of daughters because it makes you think about how, one, how you treated women. Yeah. And two, you know that a lot of people out there are trash and you don't want that, your daughter to be exposed to that. Bruh. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why you sit there and be like, y- y'all get so mad and upset. Niggas like, like your son, your son could, could, could finally go to the bathroom for the first time on his own and pee without getting any of it on the floor. And you'd be like... That's a man. Look at that little man, right? That's a man. He did a. He took a man piss. Your daughter be seventeen years old, and you be out here. You a no, nah, no, nah, girl. You too young to be driving cars and going to get jobs and hanging out with young boys. You still a little girl. Niggas is hella confused and backwards, bruh. <laughs> and it's it's the same culture that that trips me out when they be like trying to. Ooh, who your little girlfriend, your little boyfriend, he be doing with some of them kids. Look, little, little man got him a little girl. Stuff that stuff is weird, dog. Yeah. To it me, is. it's weird. You know, one of my coworkers was talking about because she has a um, daughter and her daughter's like 16, pretty much. And, you know, she she always says, you know, she knows like her best friend because she knows the parents, like, you know, and they've been best friends like forever. So she's like, I'm comfortable with her going over to her house because, you know, I know the family, you know, in, in general. And even that could be kind of leaving. But she said any other person like, oh, you know, how before you used to have all these sleepovers. She said, absolutely not. Because she was just like, you know, you don't know. Daddy might be pervish. Brothers might be pervish. Man. You know, daddy's friends, brother's friends. Like, you know, I mean, even on the flip side, you know. People get raped same sex too. So, you know, women be taking advantage of kids and vice versa. So she was like, absolutely not. You know, maybe it was, you know, we were probably a little bit more comfortable, you know, when we were growing up. But even still, like that was still a risk. 
because you just never knew. But she said, especially now, she said, I'm not, she said, I'm not having that. You're not going over this. Um, I don't care if y'all been friends for all of six months. She says, I don't know them. And I mean, that's the caution you definitely have to take because you really don't know people. That's what and happened who with, they bring um, to the house. What was old boy at Penn State that was uh, was raping all them, them, molesting them children and stuff? With his first victim was uh, 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 one of his friends' children because mm-hmm. they was bringing her over the house to play with his kids, and yep. he was quote playing with her and mm-hmm. her to the point where her parents, her father, because he and her was her her dad and this guy were such good friends that the father didn't believe her and mm-hmm. and made her lie. And, and like was basically like you need to stop lying or else you know you'll yep. be in trouble lying on this grown man about him touching you that's not something that you play with and to me like while listening to her tell that story it just never even crossed her father's mind mm-hmm. which I don't think I, th- I think I'm, I feel like I'm giving this man out by even saying this but to assume that it never even crossed his mind why would my daughter even know about things like that to that degree where would you get such imagery from and such a story mm-hmm. from but i think most of that came from the fact that he knew that dude was doing that shit but you're not gonna your pride is not gonna let you admit that you was taking your daughter and leaving her in the hands mm-hmm. of a fucking predator you, you know you know what my pride gonna yep. do go whoop somebody ass Bruh, that's what my pride gonna do i see these stories about these kids and they parents and i i tell you man it's some calm ass black ass parents out here because if I got I be looking at my little cousins and shit like you know my little nieces and nephews now on Ashley's side of the family bro I swear to God all you had to do is call me if I find out something happening with one of them kids at that school and you need me to roll up there I'm up there I don't play that shit bro that's when that's why I'm scared yeah. to have a kid. I'm that's why I'm scared to have a kid. Because if my no. kid get out there and you fuck Dude, with my kid, I'm gonna me, fucking no. kill you. Me, it's, me. Oh no, I'm 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 going to jail. I'm gonna fucking kill you. Because the same damn thing every day, son. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking kill you, bro. Like I'm it's, it's not a game at that point. Like I'm gonna really be considering how many years I'm about to do for breaking your fucking neck. Like when I read these stories, maybe like they cut a girl's hair in class yeah, or they took her yeah, shirt yeah. and did some shit. I would yeah, be yeah. up in that school beating the brakes off somebody oh yeah i'm fucking stuff up y'all gonna like, like, somebody, like gonna to somebody gonna have to literally stop me and be like look man we're gonna sue them like, they have to shoot me like i'm, I'm dead serious they're gonna have to shoot my ass because i am you right i'm gonna fuck we rolling we rolling like, you know anything is you know you calling friends and family you're rolling deep mm-hmm. <laughs> bro i'm not gonna be no i'm deep. not i'm telling you you're not even going to the office it's going straight to that teacher Twan, like, i'm, I'm telling you i'm not even gonna be in that mind state dog like you're gonna hear about me on the news you're not gonna there's no call you're not gonna get a text ashley's gonna call you she's gonna be like brandon got arrested today for breaking the teacher's neck and that's gonna be about you already know what happened you're like they must have fucked with this kid that's gonna be it it ain't gonna be i'm not gonna calling nobody i'm gonna be so fucking mad like i i got i'm i had i was tempted to leave work today to go and I, I couldn't leave work out of all the days I usually can leave when I need to leave I couldn't leave today because it was important but Ash took Cora to the vet to to get checked out because mm, Cora had fleas and took Cora to the vet to get checked out and they the vet was giving her to run around on some bullshit I was like man I'm real tempted to just go up there and talk to him just because it, it was it's like to me it's like a respect thing and also like I'm worried about our pet and you kind of just glossing over you don't do that shit with me when I be in there, but also I don't play that shit when I be in there. I'll ask you the same question five different times till you figure out why I'm asking you. So when when I'm thinking about 
people's kids and stuff well my kid but i'm telling you right now i'm not playing that shit i swear to god if, if i got a kid up in somewhere and that one of them racist ass teachers do some shit i'm gonna be up at that school so goddamn fast yeah i said i said you better have the police there if i get there I'm just I'm telling yeah. you now. Don't think that you're gonna be able to call them. You better have them there if I get you there. A warning now, like you gonna wish I, you had locks on the door. You better have them there if I get there, cause I'm not playing that mm-hmm. bullshit. I, don't, I, I, more power to all these parents out here that I be seeing on the news and they be doing these interviews and they be like, I'm just sad that this happened to her. And, you know, I don't feel this is wrong that she was treated this way. And I, I want the school to be responsible. I want the school. I tell you this, when I roll up that bitch, the first motherfucker <laughs> that come in my face and say some stupid shit, I'm popping their ass. If I can't hit the teacher, I'm going to hit the principal. I'm going to be mad. <laughs> I'm beating yeah. somebody ass because I'm not playing. Ashley in here, she looking at me, but I'm not playing. I'm not. When I look at them stories, yeah. I be so mad. Yeah. I be wanting to go so fight them principals, I can't, dog. I'm, I be the same way. Shit, I can't even see how when these old raggedy like the, the especially the raggedy teachers that act, that don't want to be there don't want to be a teacher and they and they quote unquote half ass teaching these kids and they want to call you up and say like oh your child is doing bad and all this then i'd be ready to raggy somebody so if you do anything even beyond that to my child nope i'm i'm burning the whole school down so i i had one family that came to school because like they got mad just and they had every right to cuz they you know they were hearing most of the stuff from me cuz i'm a person like if i work with your kid i'm going to tell you what's going on but then the school trying to get all buck with them and being like, oh, we about to, you know, like your kid going to have to go. And they like, so you telling me that I come here, like I'm, I put my kid in this school, you know all my numbers, you don't call me about anything. And then the first time you call me, you talking about you're going to expel them. She was like, did, did they shoot somebody? Did they bring a weapon to school? Oh, oh no, they were talking about the teachers. So she's like, why didn't you call me? Like, why you call me? Like, so you're not going to do anything. I handle him. And I was like, that's fine. Like, that's great. But like, you, you're not going to sit here and take advantage of my child. And was up in the school every day. School couldn't do nothing. School was so mad because they, because the mama was there every day. That's me. Looking at them. That's me. The first time, the first time that I find out somebody might be fucking with my kid, like my kid come back and be like, somebody picked on me or somebody did this to me. I'm going to be up there the next day, early morning. They can be like, what you doing here? What you doing here, Mr. Black? I'm be like, so I took the week off. I'm gonna be chilling up here with y'all. What we learning today? We learning addition. What we doing? Cause if I, I and, and yo like it's it's weird because that should be the type of parent you want. You should want the parent to be like, if my child is acting out, don't take the responsibility of disciplining them in your hands. That's not your job. You're there to teach them. If they are not acting respectful here in this environment where they know they're supposed to be learning, call me. <laughs> that's my job my job is to come here and remind them what the so hell like, i sent them my, here my for. job is to help you out yeah so that's that my job teach. but at the hey, same boy. time it also ain't your job to be disciplining <laughs> my child for their culture or the way they yeah. show up dressed yeah. or putting your hands like, on them period because if you it, it, it works like this it's simple science if you put your hands on my child i'm gonna put my hands on you <laughs> you see that story of the <laughs> fuck out of here, uh, bro. They colored in that boy's part with bro, permanent marker with a permanent with a sharpie. Nigga, oh yeah, like, look, no. nigga, look, I'm like, look, I'm gonna throw, so I'm you, gonna tell, you throw telling me no, 
Like mm-hmm. you telling me nobody was like, you know what? Okay, let's say if for some reason, because it's a bullshit reason anyway, but let's just say it was against dress code or something like that. You know what you do? You sit there, you note it, you write a letter to the parents, send the kid home. Like at the end of the day, not even like come pick them up, just send them kid home. Hey, this is against the school policy, whatever, and you talk to the parent. But you, who like I'm sitting here like there's so many adults here, and somebody thought let's color it in with a marker. They didn't even try to clean it all up. The other, and all the other adults were like, yep, yep, that works. Mm-hmm, Bro, they didn't mm-hmm. even try to hide it. Like, they didn't even go, oops, we made, like, nobody walked in after they saw what had happened and went, okay, this is a mistake. Go get some soap and a rag and we need to clean this part. We need to make this the cleanest looking part that has ever been parted so the father does not know. But that, to me, is just, a, that's, that's not just a lack of respect for the child in this environment, which is already dangerous. But if people don't respect you as an adult, as a parent, they absolutely don't respect your fucking child. So if your now your child is in an environment where somebody had the gall to take a permanent sharpie to their head, to their skin, and color it in with it, they don't respect it. There's no way you can feel like your child is safe in an environment if, to some degree, the the respect that the teachers and the administration have for you comes from maybe even a little tiny bit of place of fear. And then you got to go up in there and put it in them. I'm not playing. I swear to God, man. <laughs> like, that shit just no, made me hot. Think no, about it. I, no. I can't. I, I can't. I asked Keisha one time. I was like, yeah, what we do? She's like, I'm going to be right there beside you. <laughs> so they're going to be there with one of us holding the other one back. I'm going to be right there beside you. I cannot. You put, like, I, let, my, let my sister call me tell my niece and nephew roll through. I'm making that half an hour drive quick. I'm making it in 10. I don't <laughs> have time. I'm not playing. Oh, yeah, I'm going to jail forever because they're going to suffer. Go, I'm going go, to make go them be suffer. At school, lose all the professional in me. <laughs> they, but you're a counselor, huh? Over your child. If you're going to lose it over somebody, lose like, it over your child. Like it, that, that's, what's, What is more important? All the other stuff that you don't lose. I won't fight a nigga for myself. I'll be out and get disrespected by niggas as long as they don't touch me. You know, verbally disrespected or whatever. And I won't fight. Ashley don't want me fighting over her. Ashley's like, they say something to me, tell me you got to fight. It's harder for me not to hit somebody over saying some shit to her. I'm like, say it, you know, say whatever you want to me. I'm like Seth Rogen and fucking knocked up. Say whatever you want to me. Just be nice to her. That's all I'm telling you. Be nice to her. Say whatever the fuck you want to me. But when it comes to the kid, like kids can't protect themselves. From a dog, right. kids get take kids are in an, in an, in an establishment that has this you know authority have all these authoritative figures that are bigger than them and it's intimidating and they're scared and yeah it's kids that's got some heart to them and they got some bravery and they talk they shit hey you know they got to be handled differently as far as the parents are concerned not necessarily the teachers but putting your hands on people you won't put your hands on other teachers at work that give you hell why are you putting your hands on people kids you're right like shoot. I, and it is like there's like so many home. places that have good teachers and so many places that have bad teachers. Oh, there are definitely I, good teachers. I, I, I there are more good teachers. My, I sure. remember all my good teachers because all my good teachers didn't. They didn't sit there and have to tell me seventeen times. No. You know why? Because they had my mama phone number, house number, pager number, cell phone, office, direct office. Grandma and them, <laughs> she go, she's gonna get somebody in my family. Hey, and y'all, I, knew I, was, I want to see if you connect with this because I, I might be the only person who had this fear when I was a kid. Even if it was for an achievement or something good, I did when the teacher was like, 
I got to talk to your mom. Immediately, I was going through my head. What did I do this week that would that would cause this? You were like, huh? And I know I didn't do nothing. I turned to all my homework. I got straight A's. You know, you know the worst. You know, you know the worst day. You know the worst day. You get home. Oh, so we got a call from your school. You be thinking of everything you did, man. I went to Seven Eleven, and I. You see what what had happened was was I supposed to get was I supposed to get that Slurpee? But was it not Slurpee Day? My, my mom already be knowing I'm lying when she hear that. Hmm. <laughs> 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 I be, be blinking fast. Scared the hell out of you. Coming up with look, look, be coming up with lies and stuff, and she like. Oh, she was the one said you did good in your test. Oh, okay. All right, I'm gonna just go to my room now. You be thinking a little shit. You be like that one time I said shit in the boys' locker room during gym when we was changing. That's what they calling my mama about. I didn't know they heard me. They must have heard me through the vents. <laughs> like this, you be thinking of all types of uh, this ludicrous shit of why you might be in trouble. And then they talk to your mom. Be like, Brandon is one of my absolute favorite students, and you be sitting there uh, waiting for the you, butt. You look at it, be looking at the teacher like you ain't had to drag that out. <laughs> you yeah, had my drum. Up, like. <laughs> that should be scary as fuck. Like that Ken Pill video, he just like with the sweat just going down, just water, just like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like you guys see, hope this, hope this works. <laughs> I hated parent teacher conference, man. I wasn't even that bad of a kid. I just hated them bitches because it was like the, the, y'all two people should meet. <laughs> Don't talk and become friends. Oh my god! Right when they when they actually start to enjoy each other's company. <laughs> oh, now y'all just gonna call for fun now. No, I gotta do no. all my homework now because if I don't do it and they become friends and they start hanging out and calling each other on the landline, they gonna be like <laughs> on the landline. They be like Brandon ain't do they, they teacher. I sent some homework home tonight with Brandon. Oh girl, thank you for telling me. I will make sure he. No, did you be it. like man, like. I, Damn. Can't do, <laughs> can't do nothing. And then but if look, the teacher asks you to back do at something. It now I appreciate the fuck out of that. <laughs> I mean, now you do, but if your teacher asks you to do some extracurricular shit, you can't say no. Cause then you, you get home, your mom be like, I heard Mr. So and so asked you to do something. You told her you mm-hmm. couldn't do it. But you ain't got shit to do, so why ain't you do it? <laughs> you ain't got shit to do. <laughs> mom won't to. She's a nice teacher. Okay? You gonna do it. Because she's a nice teacher. And what your mom is really saying is, it's one of the only teachers that you got that I like. We have great conversations. <laughs> Don't fuck up my new friendship. Go do what that woman asked you to do. She wants you to be a hallway monitor. Snitch, you better snitch. <laughs> snitch. <laughs> I like DJ over there. You quiet, girl. You must have been a good child in school. Uh, mm. Yep, yep. I don't you believe to think it. About it. You saw them thoughts you had to put? No, I mean, I was... Like, I was a tomboy, so, and I was like the straight A. I really didn't get in a lot look, of trouble. Look, oh, look, but, look. But that's elementary school. And then middle school came, and then, you know, it's puberty and boys. And then I and started. Craziness. Yeah, you know, lying. I mean, I was still a tomboy, but I used to always, yeah, I, you know, my biggest problem was I was talking in class too much. No, I so, talked all. The time I think we all did. That's why so we're podcast. And then we used to skip. We used to skip class too because it was like a Krispy Kreme across the street in middle school. Oh gosh, yeah. yeah I was never bad. I just got kicked out of class. I think I got detention once. Brother, it is bad. I think I got detention once. I school. all I did was was literally talk all the time. But it, I would get kicked out of the room all the time. I I could push my teachers to the edge and then bring them back. 
So it was never like it was like he could be very annoying, but I was never they hated me or they disliked me. Right. Because it was never blatant disrespect because I I didn't do that to any adult in my life. You know what I mean? Because if you do that, you're getting like. I can disrespect the adult and then I'm going to get a beating by that adult. And then they go tell my mama that's going to give me a beating. Then somebody else is going to tell somebody else and I'm going to get a beating. So I'm in there with like three of them because <laughs> mm. I had the audacity to to shoot a side eye <laughs> at somebody. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like my like my dad used to joke like, yeah, y'all, y'all remember back in the day, that's how we grew up. I said, what you mean back in the day? That's how y'all raised me. That's what, that's what happened to me. <laughs> y'all did oh, not forget God. this. Yeah, those were my big things. Like middle school, that's when change happened. But elementary middle, school, I was you, like so. Good. Middle school, middle school is crazy. Like, <laughs> I'm telling you right now, like middle school as teacher, middle school is crazy. Yeah, because that's when the hormones kick in. God, and, you oh, know, they all they all crazy. They all it's off the chain. Some people, some people even say it's worse than high school. No, but, like people would be like, give me elementary school, give me high school. Middle school, they're crazy. Yeah, middle school was a lot. I, give me a 14-year-old every day. <laughs> <laughs> be fine. I will, we will figure out a way. But a 12-year-old boy, like one day, they one way, second day, another day, you like, what is going on? What is wrong with you? Yo, oh my yo, okay. So some creepy shit just happened oh. while we were talking. Oh. Um, You know, I got I to gotta go back and listen to that Reply All episode about the Facebook is listening because, bruh, I mm-hmm. had to get Cora some food today. There you go. Okay, because she ran out of dog food, so I went to the Pet Smart. Mind you, me and Ashley did not have a phone conversation about this. She sent me a text asking me to pick up dog food. That's it, right? That's it. I didn't look up no dog food. I didn't Google no dog food. I already knew what I was going to get. I walked into Pet Smart. I stayed in there approximately three and a half minutes and 42 seconds. Walked to the back, grabbed some of that Royal uh, Canine. Mm -hmm. But I grabbed the Yorkshire version, right? Pay for it. Cool. Why am I scrolling through my fucking Facebook? And there is an ad for PetSmart. Oh, they know. Royal Canine, feed your breed, Guess what breed dog? <laughs> yeah. Yorkshire. No, they, they do listen. Mm-hmm. That happened to me. I went to Target and got some stuff. And literally when I came back, the same thing I bought was in yeah. the ad on Facebook. I, and I was like, but I didn't even look it up on my phone. You know, Target's one of those things where you go in there to get your prescription and you come out with like 12, 15 items. That's how I always am in Target. It's just random. I didn't pick these things. They called me, but then yeah. I see a whole ad on it. And I was like, "What?" She said, "They called me." I'm telling you, even creepier. I was with one of my clients a couple years ago. He played. Uh, I think he played. He played. Uh, I want to say it was a, it's a. I think it was a saxophone. It was something. Wow. It was something that it was some <laughs> it was instrument sad. that needed to read. It was right? something with a read. Something needed to read, right? So he's like, he had to get this specific type of read. Yeah, right? you do. And he had like a band thing, but his mama couldn't get in there. So I said, all right, cool. We jump in the car. I was like, you know, it, like, you know where it's at? Some random music store. I ain't never heard. Not, not like a chain music store, just a regular, like, like when you, one of them uh, strip mall jump to just say music. Right. So we go there, sit in there, get the read. I pay for it. Literally go through Instagram to read is there. 
like you need to read for this. I'm like, nigga, what? When did I start getting oboe selections? <laughs> but you <laughs> like, know I'm what like, that okay, means. This is this is creepy. Twan, you know what that means, right? Like if we if we look at this from a technical standpoint, so you didn't Google this read. No, right? he knew what he, he needed. Look, right, he but he all you did was pay for it. So the implication from that is Facebook has a direct connection to your finances because nigga. you're using your credit card to purchase something. But like when you go and you look at your bank statement, right? And it shows that you spent $7 at the music store in the strip mall. It doesn't say that you brought a read. It doesn't say what version. It's not an itemized. Yeah. Yeah. So they have. So somehow Facebook is able to not only know that you purchased an item, but they know what item you purchased. I mean, it's it's one thing to be like you brought some royal like you. It's one thing for them to show me ads from a PetSmart because I was like, at a PetSmart. They had dog food in it, like you no, know, but any it's, dog it's, food. it's one thing to show me. It's one thing for them to show me ads from a PetSmart because I spent money at a PetSmart. Like you can see that in my exchanges. But to me, this just symbolizes that they somehow have access to the computers the, that run the registers. They, they have everything. access to the databases for PetSmart because they know that this credit card purchased this specific item today. And then they associate, they go through my credit information, they get my name, and then they go and find me on Facebook and they show me this fucking ad. They just, you know how, how many levels that is? Like if, 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 if I go look at Ashley's bank account right now, I can't see what she spent that money on. I just, I might see where she sent it. But even then, most banks don't show you that information. The credit company has that information. And the, the store that you brought the shit from has that information. At some point, that is exchanged and logged somewhere. Facebook has a direct connection either to my credit card company's information for user purchase, for client purchases or has a direct connection to PetSmart's database for customer purchases. That's fucking crazy. That's in that's that's insane levels of invading people's privacy. No, it's terrifying. They didn't. They not. They not only they, knew. They, they, they knew they, I brought dog stuff, food and what, what you dog see is like, food. Like that's the stuff you see. That's like, stuff you're aware of. I, I I treat some of these companies like the government. Like the government is going to show you, hey, we got this, but they actually got capabilities a lot. <laughs> this or, a lot of, uh, dog, I'll take it to a whole nother level. I'm going to take some Skynet level shit. Or, <laughs> or they don't have access to anybody's databases or finances. What they do have access to, though, is the cameras in the store. And they have access to the cameras in the store, and they're using facial recognition technology to and identify me. in the hole. They identified oh me and the shit that I purchased. They use the facial recognition to link to, to, to figure out who I am because I'm in some database somewhere where they didn't took my picture, probably using the DMV. They use facial recognition to match me up with a DMV profile. Then they find all my information. They find out I have a Facebook account and they associated with that and they show me the same dog food I just purchased. Welcome to What's My 48 Care uh, Conspiracy Theories. <laughs> <laughs> Reply all nigga edition. That's crazy. Like what other explanations you got? What you go? What you, what you gonna tell me that they don't know? This isn't happens. It's not happenstance. Like it, it, it's just not. Oh, it just happenstance that they knew that you brought Royal K Nine Yorkshire flavor. Okay. 
Sure. <laughs> sure, Jan. <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh, gosh. That reply all got really got y'all doing uh, conspiracy Because it's not conspiracies. <laughs> Cause they're no, not, they're like, not conspiracies. Yeah, like they, they like the the track, the tracking is very sophisticated. Like in this, and it's just like it's one of those things where, like, when you know about it, it just it's creepy. Mm. Some of it is so it's so much stuff that you've already just like willingly given up. You know, when you be like, yeah, I'm cool with this. I accept this policy. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Hmm. Hella scary. Yeah, man. Internet be scary. It is. I won't even argue. I won't even like for real. For real. I won't even talk about certain organizations. You'll never see me actually put Trump's name in a tweet that has like some derogatory shit or even things that yeah, could be put considered your ass in on a attack. list. Yup. <laughs> Just go put your ass on a won't list. Won't do it. I see people going in forums and arguing with people in different forums. Arguing, I see people arguing on like Twitch with each other. People arguing in um, what's this? What's this new um, this new uh, way of Discord's rooms? People going in there oh, yeah. arguing. What's that? Discord is basically like it's basically like a forum, Deidre, but it's forum for most of them are used by like video games. It's like a call line type forum thing. You create mm-hmm. an account, you go in, and people just talk about bullshit all day long in a long ass chat. They have different chat. It's like if you, it's if Discord basically is, is like um, what you see on like um, Lipstick Alley, but it's for like mm-hmm. video games and stuff. Different, different oh, sections, okay. different conversations. And it's all in like real time. So you're not waiting for a post. It's like a chat. So it's just a, it's just a oh, long okay. chat. And, I don't are you arguing with people and you don't know who you're arguing with. You don't know what capabilities that person has. You don't know what they can do. So when people out here get really getting doxxed and shit, mm-hmm. people really swatting people, bro. I'm not about to argue. I'm not about to start arguing with randos in certain establishments. Like if I can look at somebody's profile and see that they stupid, then yeah, okay. But for a lot of people, like I'm that's one of my that's one of my worries about having a YouTube page, like an active YouTube page, because you don't have to do nothing. Somebody could just come watch your video and be like, I don't like that nigga. And they start trying to dox you and shit. Yeah. For no fucking reason other than they got time. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. That's scary. Yup. So let's talk about uh your topic. I have two. Which one do you want? The shorter one first. I mean, oh. I don't know. Sure. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, this one was probably shorter. Oh, it, this was my relationship question that you laughed at. It was like, oh, God. Um, so since both of you guys are in long-lasting forever relationships, I am reading um, this book called The Compound Effect. And... Um, it's basically like a jump start of your income, your life, your successes. Um, Cause I know that I have a very bad case of procrastination. I'm trying to break the, out of that. Mm-hmm. So um, this was suggested by some people and, and I looked on Amazon and it got really good reviews, like all five stars. So I bought the book and I'm reading it. And it's actually a really good book, 
But on one particular part, um, there was this, um, the the author said that they went to this um, seminar and in the seminar, the speaker asked, what percentage of shared responsibility do you have in making a relationship work? And, you know, everybody had all these 50-50, 51 80-20. What? Huh? I, I'm confused by the question, but okay. I guess just, uh, yeah, well, I guess working towards the relationship, like, is it an 80-20 thing? Read, is it, read the full question again, like, just, just so what it's What percentage of shared responsibility do you have in making a relationship work? What percentage of shared responsibility do you individually have in making sure a relationship works? Yes. With your spouse, with your, with your significant other. Okay. Yes. In this particular content. Yes. I feel like that's a weird ass question. Twan, what do you, what do you, what do you think? It sounds like to me, cause the typical notions for questions like that are like, it's 50, 50, like we both bring something in. Some people like you get a different percentages, but I feel like that question is set up to say, no, it's not any of those. It's everybody responsible. Like something like that. I feel like it's just set up to prove a point they want to make. Is it? I mean, I'll just read the answer because, like I said, I'm not in a relationship. But it says, okay. uh, he said it's 100% to zero. See? See? Yeah, says, a... you, have, you have to be willing to give 100% with zero expectation oh my God. of receiving anything in return. <laughs> Only when you're willing to take 100% responsibility for making the relationship work will it work. Otherwise, a relationship left to chance will always be vulnerable to disaster. That's weird. That's it's so weird. That's a <laughs> so weird I mean, I read fucking that and I answer. was like, I don't know how to feel, but I feel I could ask you guys. That's, for, that's, for, that's, that's so like, loaded. That's so yeah, loaded and loaded. Like, so like, cause the, the first thing, the one thing I don't like about the whole thing is he's like doing something and not respect, expecting anything in return. Like, look, we're human beings. If you're in a relationship, you're going to do some things and expect something in return. Yeah. It's not, it's, it's not to the point of you're holding it over somebody's head. Mm-hmm. But like, if I sit here and I clean something or I clean the whole house, you know, my girl might come on and be like, Oh, I see you clean the house. Thanks. That might be it. That's something. That might, be, that might, that might be all I need, but it's something because if I keep doing it over and 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 then nothing happens, that's going to bring contempt. That's going to bring anger. It's going to bring frustration. It's you know so I mean? many different balances, though. You can't answer a question like that. Like you do. Yeah, everybody's you, different. You do like this whole 100 percent. You can't say that a relationship failing is 100 percent your fault either. That sounded like something he said in there. If you don't put in 100 percent, nobody functions at 100 percent most of the time, all the time or some of the time. Like that's some shit you got to strive for. If you reach 100 percent in the type of investment that you put into something, I mean, good for you, man. But that's a lot on people. That takes a toll. The other thing is you you if, if you're in like I'll, I'll give you a scenario. Um, me and Ashley have tried to do the, the like the dividing up like responsibilities around the house because we own a house. Right. And we want to maintain it and take mm-hmm. care of it. And I have different schedule than she does. And we have different schedules as far as biologically in general, you know, there are times where she's tired and I'm never tired. And there are other times where I'm completely dead ass tired and she's wired because mm-hmm. of that. 
trying to put in a concrete like procedural guideline to who does what and responsibilities does not work for us. It doesn't work. We don't live in a military camp. So there are times where like Ash will be washing and cleaning some stuff. And, you know, she might have an expectation that later I do it because she did it this time. That's how she feel. I might not say, I might not necessarily feel that way because just cause you watched that, you didn't do what I did earlier or you didn't take care of this earlier. You know what I'm saying? Like you didn't take, you didn't do this with Cora last week that needed to be done or, <clears throat> you know, or maybe you did do something with Cora last week that I didn't do. Should I all of a sudden, it's, it's not about paying back or anything like that either. It's a balance of you two taking care of each other in a life that you sharing together. And once I realized that it shouldn't be a tit for tat type of situation or a, this is your responsibilities, this is my responsibility situation, because, you know, once I realized that I was like a lot of stuff you do in a relationship, you do for the other person, but you also got to remember to do stuff in a relationship for yourself. So you can't 100 percent throw everything at the relationship because the relationship don't exist without the two people in it. You need mm-hmm. to take care of yourself just as much as you trying to take care of the other person without taking anything, without taking too much away from yourself. Uh, relationships is about give and sacrifice, you know, and take like, I, you know, you can say give and take where people taking things from you. But I feel like it's about give and sacrifice because there are mm-hmm. things that you give to people. And then there are things that you sacrifice for people. You might necessarily might not necessarily want to get them this shit, but you sacrifice it. And then the other times you need to be doing stuff for yourself. So Ashley, right. me and Ashley have different ways that we clean. Like I am way more particular about how I clean than she is. Ashley is a more creative RC style person. And like, she kind of be aloof with doing stuff. Sometimes it kind of just does it. But when she gets in a mood to do some shit, she go ham, but that's not all the time. That's not her personality. Me. I'm more, I'm, I'm more like rigid in how I do stuff. If I, the way I wash silverware is I wash it the same way. Every time the way I clean the kitchen, I clean it the same way every time. Cause that's just how I am. I can't have that same expectation for her. It's not a tip for tat. I can't be like, I cleaned the whole kitchen today and I cleaned it differently than you. I cleaned Mm -hmm. more spaces, more stuff than you usually do. So now you need to go fold all the clothes, but also you need to fold them the way I like them folded because that's the white, that's the right way to fold. No, that's not how, that's not how you do it. You need to, you need to either let the person be the person that they are and if you don't like the way they did something, unless it's harmful, damn self. right? Exactly. Unless it's harmful <laughs> to the situation, unless you're like, don't put your hand on the stove when the stove is on. Cause you'll burn your fucking skin off. If it ain't that type of situation, if like when I see dishes and stuff that aren't clean now, I don't be like, yo, can you come wash these? I take them. I put them back in the sink. I'd be like, I might wash it later. I might not. And I tell her the same thing when she'd be like, I like sometimes as she'll start cleaning, she'll be like, I need to clean. And I'll be like, but you don't though. Like, it's like nobody's telling you you need to clean. You don't need to clean. If you tired, don't clean. It's our house. If it's dishes in the sink tomorrow, we give them tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? That's just that's how it is. It's a it's all about balance. She better be always dishing my sink. It's a bunch of different balances too. Dishing that bitch now. Right. It's so many different balances, dog. Like one day you might wash your dishes and the next day you might clean. The next you might, you, clo- you might have you might have clothes upstairs like- that you didn't fold. <laughs> You might have clothes upstairs that you didn't mm. fold, but you did a whole bunch of washing. 
like there's no there's there's no expectation of time limit and stuff like that and making a relationship work is realizing that the only time that y'all are on is y'all's own don't be following nobody else guidelines and rules yeah you gotta, you gotta find the balance for you because i can say that like when it comes to little stuff like around the house there's just certain stuff that like keisha won't do because she don't like it like she don't do floors she's like i don't like doing floors i don't mind vacuuming and mopping like that i'm cool with it you know what i mean but she'll wash all the clothes because I don't really prefer wash clothes and she'll wash the dishes more than me because I don't feel like I wash dishes. Like, if we sit here and we'd be like, all right, cool, the house is a full-ass mess. <laughs> like a full-ass mess. You know, you get up on like a Saturday morning, be like, all right, we need to clean because the house is just horrible. And she was going to the kitchen, clean all the, like, she, she'll clean all the counters, wash all wash every dish in there. And then she'll, and I'll be sitting here playing video games and then she'll finish and I'll jump on the uh, the vacuum and mop the floor. And it's not even a thing of like we say, okay, this is what you're gonna do. It's just that we just got in the mode of yeah, you, that's your groove. It's just, what, it's just what happens. It's no, it's no different. It's just what happens. And then, like, like I said, everybody's different. Like some people do their finances different. Like me and my girl, we split everything to keep, and then we literally keep all out. She got an account, I got an account. Right. Like you know, I mean, she got her money, I got my money. Like we we put money into what with this all this together, and then long as you ain't really like neither one of us like spend crazy stupid money but there's been times where like when i was in school my money was low so she'll cover stuff there have been times where i had better paying jobs so i cover stuff and like this like you know extras or something or you know you need to get groceries in the middle of the week and stuff like that it just it's just whatever you can do whatever you do that doesn't lead to you being resent like to that doesn't lead to resentment mm-hmm. like some people got got places where the you know the woman does nothing and the guy pays for every single thing but if he doesn't resent that then, what's then wrong that's with fine it? and if he doesn't right. and, and if he doesn't hold it over her head like it's power then that's fine that's what works for y'all it probably won't work for me <laughs> but it works for y'all so like you gotta find like everybody's like oh do this and do this no you find the balance with the person in front of you if y'all are sitting there on like a little like a little seesaw and y'all trying to get that level you don't be looking over there like well look at him look what they doing like that's a big nigga over there so look look at me <laughs> look at who's I on the other when, side I Let's hate work when people do that and figure like, this shit out don't look at other people's relationships and base the way that your shit should be going off that matter of fact don't look at nothing people doing in their life and based what you doing or what you getting out of life on what they did and what they got out of it. Because you don't know what people's struggle was. You don't know what the fuck they went through. You don't know anything beyond what they probably tell you. And people don't generally tell you the whole story. Like social media is, is a, is a big problem with that. That everybody sees everybody gloating and bragging and everybody happy. Like I had a situation that happened this week. Y'all know about it or DJ, you know about it, but I ain't talking about that shit. Outside of like, I made one post just looking at some stuff, right? It, it's that's that's my personal business. But you see a lot of people that glow and they show you all the good things that happen. They don't show you the road that it took to get there. They don't oh, show yeah, you the struggle absolutely. to get there. It, it's it's a lot of missing parts and pieces, and people try to judge and base everything off that. You can't look at a relationship and be like, if everybody put a one hundred percent into this relationship, it's gonna work. That's bullshit. It's a lot of relationships out here where people put they everything into it and it didn't work. It didn't work because they don't work. It don't matter. Yeah. They could have put 150% of themselves, which is everything and somebody else into their relationship. <laughs> somebody. And that and then shit it, didn't work. And then, it, and then it, like both of y'all could put stuff in and it still don't work. It don't work. You and know there, what I mean? There are like, people it just... who, 
who don't put as much of anything into their relationships. Like them niggas be fighting all the time. They don't never get along. Shit be messed up. Finances is crazy. But they've been together thirty years. Like it just that's their relationship. We we don't we try to find stuff that works. We don't know what works. Nobody knows what works. And the only people can tell you the stuff they did. And even then they've gone through trials and tribulations. That's it. Like it just, there is no rhyme or reason to it. You're not going to read no book. That's going to tell you to do this. There are some traits that you can pick up or there's some things that you can do when it comes to like communication, you know, make sure you do that and stuff like that. Like there's things that you can do that, that can improve it and make the chances better. But like, Relationships have been coming together, have been failing for as long as man looked over and was like, who that over there? <laughs> like, so, <laughs> so, as you like, can't get that stuff from a book. I'm sorry. Like, you can't figure out the person unless, you Unless with, it's my book that I write in the future. Then please buy you it can't, and learn you everything. You can't figure out what works for you and your relationship for reading the book. You can get some tips and tricks, maybe some stuff you can try out, but none of that, some of that stuff might work. Steve none of that stuff might not work. Like, everybody looking right. for advice from everybody else about their situation. But the only way that you can make your situation work for you is to go through it yourself. Ain't nobody else going through that shit with you, so... If you are currently in a relationship, how do we make this relationship work? Well, you know, the only thing, the only two things that matter in that relationship to making it work are you and the person you in it with. So y'all, your best thing y'all can have is communication. That's the best thing y'all can have. And it takes so long to develop your communication with a person that you with. It just it man, you be like one day you on and the next day y'all completely off. The waves ain't there. And you gotta say you're going you're going to change. You're going to change. The we the way me and my girl communicate now is not the way we communicate when we first met each other. Absolutely not. (laughs) Absolutely not. It might not be the way we communicate tomorrow. (laughs) So Shit, shit changes. I feel like by the end by the end of our both of our relationships, like just in general, because we've been with people so long. We're going to be completely communicating in head nods by the time we retire with the women mm-hmm. we with. Mm-hmm. You want to go to the store? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what you, that's, that's no, how y'all were shopping through the grocery store. Mm-hmm. 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 There are times mm-hmm. where we will, something will come up. And you know, you like, you know, you, you see something that make you think of a song and make you think of something. And we'll see something, and then me and her both sing the same song. And then we just look at each other like, "Yep." No, you got stuff right. like that. But like, like, we, do, we do that. We do that a lot. Like, and it just be, and it just be like, "Oh, what was that?" We make a joke, and we be like, "I was thinking the same exact damn thing." That shit happened with me and Ash today because Ashley needed to take Cora to the vet for this, this flea thing, right? And she sent me a text asking me to send her information. As I was writing the text with the information in it to send her, no communi- <laughs> there was no communication about this. I was I, I said I was thinking, and I was sitting at my desk, and I was like, "Oh, I forgot to send that." And let me do that. And as I was typing it, I got a text from her: "Hey, can you send me information for so and so?" And like we just on the same page. That's just that's just how it is when you've been around somebody for a minute. Like the synergy of the world. Just be syncing up yeah. for somewhat for whatever reason. Like the universe synergizes for you between y'all. That's but, just how it but works. But don't 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 listen to this and get it twisted like that synergy don't fall apart because it do. Nigga, <laughs> so fast. Fall apart. So fast. Man, you be, it, it everything be good. It'd be the 
You be you be spinning uh, look feel like the basketball players on Space Jam. Like what happened? <laughs> Nigga, there's so many times I where I have stood so in my house and just looked up and been like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> what? <laughs> what just happened? Uh, I've had arguments with my girl where literally the the voice inside my head is like, Why did you say that? That's dumb. Don't say that. Shut up. Oh, you gonna say it anyway, nigga. And then I'd be like, yeah. And I say it, and she's like, and the voice is like, mm-hmm. This, this is gonna end up where. And then after the fight, I'm like, I should have listened to that voice. Like that was dumb. <laughs> the whole thing. It's it's so weird. But still, but still, but still, be it, man. Because when emotions and pride and all that stuff get into it, man, like everything could go out the window. Real it's, quick. It's even weird how being mad works. Like I remember when I was younger, I would be mad for a minute, and now I'd be mad literally for like a minute. Like I, I be, I mean, I, I can, I can get like mad, and I'll be like, oh my god, and then like a minute later, I'll be like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah, cause you be, you be, look, you be mad to the point where you just ready, you, you ready, like I'm tired of everything, right? But like then it settled down, but then you gotta do regular shit. Like okay, uh, so you 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 gonna pick that up? You you gonna get the uh, bro? That's how it is too. <laughs> and, you, and you have to, and you you still mad at each other, but you have to talk about these mundane <laughs> ass shit. <laughs> so so you still go uh, stop by the library? And, nah, and that's what it is. <laughs> the last like, the last day on the whole. <laughs> you're like, what just I can't, happened? I, get the goddamn book shit. <laughs> like, I can I cannot talk to you right now. I'm about to leave. I can't do this. You got some toilet paper in your closet. <laughs> You bring me down a roll, like I right. be cussing on your way down there. But you bring that roll, like because <laughs> you don't want to be the asshole that don't bring his wife the roll. Like it, it, it be stuff like that. It, it legit be stuff like that. And you can't. It is the only the only legit explanation for it is you care about and you love that person. That's pretty much it. All of these rules and whatever you trying to put into it. Like if you ain't doing little stuff like that with a person you've been with for a minute, you I don't know. Y'all relationship might be different, but I also think you you might need to take a look at like, are you happy in your situation? Are you legit happy in your situation? Because don't it, it don't matter how mad I get Ash. It's the, the 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 seeing the forest for the trees and you know that that type of bird's eye view. I'm happy in the situation at the end of it all. It ain't I and I have thought about scenarios where I'm like, what would she have to do? Ashley could run over my foot and put me in a wheelchair. And I would be like, it's all right. What you wanna go? You want you wanna go eat tonight? <laughs> it, 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 it would have to be some super some uh, it's it's something that I can't fathom. That's how crazy it would have to be. It's really something I can't fathom. But if you if you on the brink and like the next little thing they do, I'm out the door. Just go ahead and leave now. What are you waiting for? If you don't want to be there, why are you waiting for reasons to leave? You already got one. You just waiting for opportunity. You're not waiting for a reason to leave. You waiting for opportunity. Y'all better get this word. <laughs> like, fuck I, all that I love bullshit, this relationship uh, acres. This word right this here. Relationship acres. Uh, That's relationship right, man. Acres. We about to bring somebody else. We about to have. We we'll go start a fatherhood spot, spot <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Be like by that, real men. The name, the name, look, the real name of the place will be by real men. You know what I'm name of the fatherhood spot, whole ass baby. <laughs> <laughs> fatherhood, no where's my forty acres? <laughs> and now, now, Deidre, I'm gonna ask a question. Oh God, <laughs> are 
are we are we like supplying some helpful advice for any uh Capricorn booze out here? First of all, listen. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no, we're not. Oh. This was just a look, 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 Deidre. I feel like your dad. I'm gonna turn to the side. <laughs> um, no, I don't know what Brandon's talking about, but um, I'm gonna ignore that. I was no, honestly, like just it turn was, to the side. On that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. So I, it was just a quick dead ass. She's like, this just was a question in this book that I'm reading, and, and I was like, I wanted to ask y'all. That was it. Yeah, because like a lot of those books, like the 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 meaning is well, like you know what I mean. But they try to put so much deep right. stuff to make you go like, oh, or like they try to put really like not about relationships. It's just really about like pretty much getting your shit together in a way. And I mean, just giving like tips, like you know, instead of trying, because I do this a lot. Like I. And part of my procrastination is like I'll get something in my head that I want to do like a project and I'll be like oh yeah and then I'll be like deep dive into it and then you know my mind goes someplace else <laughs> and then I have a so I have like five million projects that I don't finish so or you know even just goal related there's things that I want to do that I start and then I don't finish or you know for other reasons I don't start it so it's just really just you know um, just kind of talking about taking things a day at a time and making small goals, you know, and working towards bigger goals, like stuff like that. I mean, it's, it's a good book, but, um, and it's not a long book. It's literally like literally 120 pages, but no, it was just when I was reading on the train that came, that was about choices and, um, you know, I guess the choices that you make, you have to be a hundred percent, okay or even not okay but the choices that you make you know pretty much have consequences that's not um, it. that like that's so weird too you're not gonna you're not gonna be a 100 just to use that percentage shit is weird you need to be more okay with the choice you make than not okay no i, I can't occasion. remember the last thing i was 100 they ain't they ain't been ice cream yeah it's only 100 <laughs> but no that was how it they started it out it was this uh that seminar question about the relationship yeah, like, it just I, made me, since like i said i have all three of you guys that are in you know that's, successful that's, long-term relationships forever just wanted to ask that was it brandon huh what are you talking about huh? <laughs> <laughs> brandon trying to get you to move back to charleston <laughs> i'm not no, stay Atlanta. No. <laughs> stay Atlanta anchor. It, I don't know. It's I always find it funny, like you, because you say you're reading it because you're trying to work on your procrastination issues, and I have procrastination issues. Here's my thing: is it procrastinate? Does it if the if you finish reading the book, does that mean it helped your procrastination? Or if you drop the book and go do <laughs> go do what you meant to go do, does that mean the book was successful? I feel like the latter. I feel like if you read the book about procrastination. And in the I'm, middle of the book, you 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 like you know what they write, and you drop that shit, and you run and go to achieve something. I'm okay. Then the book then the book worked. But I feel like if you, <laughs> but I feel like if you finish the book, you still procrastinate. You like wow, I read that whole book, and now I'm ready to go do what I meant, what I set out to do. Oh look, another procrastination book. I will read this one, <laughs> so, so I can be more ready to go do what I plan to do when I'm still we'll procrastinating. See. I'm- I mean, I'm getting some good little information tidbits, so we'll see. It's but, it's um, cool. I always like I don't I don't know. 
If I had a procrastination thing, you I think fell asleep praying, my nigga. Laziness. I have really bad procrastination <laughs> on yeah. on certain things. Well, yes, yeah, sir. I think mine is I just don't have patience on a lot of stuff. I have bad patience. I, don't I have think it. I have overall laziness and. <laughs> It's a real laissez-faire attitude. Like, yeah, happy when it happens. Like, yeah, see, my, my, patience. my dad. My dad tells me all the time. He's like, I'm, I'm glad that y'all were blessed with the patience that I didn't have. Mm-hmm. He'll say it to That's me. Like, even with like when it came to like going back to school and then getting my license and all that stuff. You know, and I was telling him about my new job and all that stuff. He was like, Yo, that's he's just great, man. You had this patience. You've been working on this thing for like years. Mm-hmm. You just kept working on it, and I was like. He's like, I'm proud of you. And I was like, well, I mean, well, well I mean, I had no choice. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, there's I got, things I kinda, have, I'm focused I walked, on. I walked the thing I had to do it, but again, it was just like, mm, this is how long it's going to take. Okay. Like, and that's just, it's a weird thing. I see people get real intense about stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like, even when I was in school, people got real intense, and I was a dude that just came to school, and I was like, yeah, I'm here. And they be like, well, I got to do this. I'd be like, nah, I ain't got to do all do that. Do you really got to do it, though? I ain't going to do all this stuff. That's why. And I feel like people, I feel like people use that to supplement their feelings or lack of things that they feel like they didn't accomplish. Like, for, for real, anytime Ash goes in the kitchen and just starts cleaning everything, I'm like, what's wrong? And like, if she's hard at it, like she's hard at it. I'm like, what's wrong? You trying to you trying to fill a void or something? You trying to like take your mind off something else? What's up? And I feel like people do that just with regular things and like going hard at everything. I'm going so hard. So what? So what haven't you achieved that's got you going so hard at this other thing? Or you know what are you feeling about something else that's got you trying to use this like almost having this just addiction to doing something or this hard drive to do something? To maybe to a point of even recklessness in this fashion like what's what what are you trying to cover up or get your mind off i just don't i just don't feel like it's nothing i feel like mo i ain't gonna say it's nothing i'm not gonna say it's not nothing to be this worried about but i feel like most things that people dealing with ain't that serious i don't i just don't feel like when it comes to your job buying a house buying a car taking care of your health like i feel like that stuff is serious but I feel like anything, if you're not comfortable with, while you're doing it, if you don't have kind of a laissez-faire attitude about it, to a certain extent, I just I, I feel like it's kind of it's I feel like it's almost counterproductive. You know, it, it shouldn't be nothing. Any it shouldn't most things shouldn't need to be done that badly. You know, to the point where you're like, this is my drive that for everything. Mm-hmm. But if that's how you work, I guess I don't think it's anything wrong with doing shit on your own time. You know, it, 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 I mean, if you you doing it for yourself most of the time anyway, so take your time. Like, just there's nothing wrong with slowing down. I'm at a point where I'm probably like I'm I'm pr- I'm pretty sure in my career people would be like, well, why ain't you doing this? Or why ain't you trying to do this? Or why ain't you trying to do this? Cause that just ain't what I want to do, you right? Know? No, I I understand that. That that definitely makes sense. I think it's just even the things that I do want to do. Like I have a habit of whatever it is. A lot of times I don't finish it. 
So do little goals. Yeah. Like just set little goals. See, that's what the book said. <laughs> I mean, Brittany runs a marathon. Also says set little goals. Like that's a he he ain't coming with a new concept. What's that? The, the, it's this movie about this girl who wanted to run a marathon. It's, like, we've been talking about setting uh, little goals since like cognitive behavioral therapy. Like this yeah. is it's nothing new. People people retreading the same thing. But, See, I didn't know that. So <laughs> I mean, losing this, weight is this, a little goal. That's huh? that's losing weight is a little goal. Getting health, getting your health right. That's no, little I mean, goals, yeah, you know? that's true. But I guess it's just really more. I I needed I needed to read it and see like what's the best structure. So they gave me some examples mm-hmm. and some things to do, which I can that will be feasible for me. So, um, but yeah, I mean that was just like my biggest issue, and I wanted to see what I could do to fix it. So so far, this has definitely been helping. So we'll see long term wise if it helps, but right now it does. Yeah, and don't don't and I think people make the mistake of looking at things from a long term angle too much. Like they 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 look at where they are and they stare at where they want to be, and it's so overwhelming that they just they never they don't see themselves reaching it, so they actually don't. Because they just never even try to like, why am I going to put forth some any effort to get there when just a little bit of effort gets you there? We'll, we'll get you there eventually in due time. So that's why I like just the taking little step shit. It's going to do something for you. It'll do something before it does nothing. I mean, it's better. I would prefer to do something than nothing at all. Clearly, nothing has been helped, not been helping me at all. So. Um, but no, that mean, long story short, that question was in this book. That's why I asked y'all. That was it. So, you know, relationship uh, acres, y'all were good. Relationship acres. <laughs> y'all gave the listeners some good advice. I hope, I hope we did. <laughs> hmm? I hope we did. Y'all did. Um, and then so that was, I guess, the shorter question. Um, the no, other one, and then short with us, nah. right? That's why I paused for that long of a time because I was like, uh, sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the other thing I wanted to talk about was this little brother, um, interview that was done on Premium Pete's uh, podcast. <laughs> What to do with your boy Gunplay, MMG, triple motherfucking C. Where the fuck is my 40 acres, man? Dot com, right? Where is my, where's my 40 acres dot com? <laughs> <laughs> 